to the $100 MBA Show, the business podcast that gives you what you need to build the business that you want with our practical business lessons. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA and Webinar Ninja. And today's lesson is a guest teacher lesson. On our guest teacher lessons, we bring in an expert to teach you a lesson in their area of expertise. Today's guest teacher is Dale Beaumont from Bryn. And you can check out Dale and his work at Bryn at Bryn.ai. Today, Dale's going to be teaching you how to grow your business through partnership marketing, how to partner up with another business, with another entrepreneur in a mutually beneficial way so you can both grow your businesses. Partnership marketing is something that I have taken advantage of a few times in my career, and I still do. Whether it's hosting an event together, whether it's running a webinar with a partner, whether we're sharing our audience with them or they're sharing their audience with us. And the reason why partnership marketing works is because you can't build a business alone. You're going to need the help of other audiences, of other entrepreneurs, of other people in your marketplace in order for you to actually build a business that has a wide reach. You see this all the time in big businesses and big brands. And Dale mentions them in today's lesson. Eddie Bauer teams up with Ford and comes up with the Eddie Bauer edition. People that love Ford get exposure to Eddie Bauer and they say, oh, what's this Eddie Bauer brand? This looks really cool. This leather is really nice. I think I'm going to buy something else from Eddie Bauer. People that love Eddie Bauer when they're shopping for a car might notice that there's an Eddie Bauer edition Ford. Hmm, Maybe I belong in a Ford, right? You get the point. But this is not just for big businesses. This is very applicable and very useful and practical for you to do as a small business. And this is what Dale's going to be talking about in today's lesson. I'll also be sharing my own experiences with partnership marketing at the end of the episode as well. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is supported by the new OGO Insider Leadership Podcast. The new OGO Insider Leadership Podcast will help you become a better leader so that you can make a bigger difference in the world. Each episode takes you inside the heads and the hearts of today's top leaders, such as CEOs and brands like Target, PepsiCo, J.P. Morgan Chase, and more. You'll hear about their leadership journeys and how they're developing themselves and others to become stronger leaders and drive results. Subscribe to the OGO Insider Leadership Podcast today at ogolead.com. Again, that's ogolead.com. Today's episode is also supported by HostGator, your all-in-one website hosting solution. Build your website in minutes. We've been using HostGator for over five years now, and it's great because it has everything you need, domain name services, marketing services, web design services, and 24-7 live support via phone, chat, or email. Get your business website up and running for as low as $5 a month with this exclusive discount for $100 MBA listeners. Just go to HostGator.com slash 100MBA. Again, that's HostGator.com slash 100MBA. It's a pleasure to introduce today's guest teacher, Dale Beaumont, one of Australia's most successful young entrepreneurs. He's built $3 million businesses and is the author of 16 best-selling books. But he hasn't done it alone. He's teamed up with other people so he can build those wins, so he can build those successes. And that's what he's going to teach you today, how to use partnership marketing in your business. He's got a lot to cover, so I'm going to pass it on to Dale now, but I'll be back with my takeaways. Take it away, Dale. 
Hi, it's Dale Beaumont here from Brin.ai and welcome to this presentation which is exclusively for the $100 MBA. And the title for this presentation is How to Grow Your Business Fast Through Partnership Marketing. I've got some great information and content to share with you, so let's get down to business. All right, the topic of partnership marketing. First of all, you may be wondering, well, what is partnership marketing? So let me quickly explain to you what it is and uh, clear up some, perhaps some misconceptions. So partnership marketing is where two businesses or more come together to help each other grow. And there are basically a few different terms out there that are oftentimes used kind of interchangeably. Sometimes we call them strategic alliances, other times we call them joint ventures, And uh, but I'm just gonna use the word partnership marketing. Partnership, generally speaking, um, where is where things are kind of less formal. There's just a very simple, uh, oftentimes, uh, verbal agreement or an email agreement in place and we just work together uh, for mutual benefit. Then, if you want to formalize something, you could enter into a formal strategic alliance. Uh, that's kind of oftentimes uh, kind of known as uh, getting engaged, uh, where things become a little bit more serious. We might have a small legal document in place, and now we're going to agree to uh, work together. Um, and uh, and then the kind of marriage is really like a joint venture. So um, even though oftentimes they're kind of used to pretty much describe the same thing, um, generally partnership marketing is kind of a less of a commitment. Strategic alliances are somewhere in the middle and joint ventures are kind of, uh, yeah, a lot more serious. So let me explain to you, first of all, now we know what we're talking about, what is the reason why partnerships work so well? First of all, it's way faster to reach customers and it's a mindset shift. Rather than trying to find the next customer all the time, instead of finding customers, you're really now searching for marketing partners because there's already groups out there um, that basically have your customers, uh, your potential customers. And if you can influence the influencer, then they could kind of open the door uh, to hundreds or even thousands of potential customers that could take you months or possibly even years to find one at a time. So um, the first kind of takeaway is to stop looking for customers and instead look for marketing partners. So I'm going to go into the mechanics of how to do it shortly, but first of all, that's the first mindset shift. The second thing is it's way cheaper. You know, the cost of advertising with things like Google AdWords and Facebook advertising is increasing by the day. However, uh, all partnerships takes is some time. And if you can develop a really good formula for how to do it, then once you get these deals set up, uh, then they really cost you nothing. Um, the next thing is, is it's far more effective because what happens is that when you have, um, when you're trying to find a, a new customer, for example, they may not know you. And so then actually they're gonna be skeptical. However, if you're marketing through a marketing partner that endorses you, that recommends you, that says this is a great company to work with, then that third party endorsement rubs off on you. So not only do you get access to more potential clients, but these clients are going to be much more responsive. So your conversion rate, your impact is gonna be much higher. And, and it's also great for your brand as well, because if you're just operating as an island, people again are thinking, well, can I really 
trust this person, are they gonna do a good job? But if you can have on your website our partners include and you can have logos of three, four, five companies that you're working with on a regular basis, um, then immediately it reduces people's um, skepticism and makes them more likely to work with you. So they're just some of the benefits about why marketing partnerships work so well. All right, so let me first of all, before I kind of get into the how, which is coming, I wanna quickly give you an example because um, there are examples or everywhere about how companies work together. One of the classic ones is, of course, Disney and McDonald's. A long time ago, Disney worked out they were never gonna get into the fast food business, and McDonald's worked out that they were never going to get into the um, the movie business. Yet they both share uh, common uh, customers, which is uh, families and, uh, and, and kids that love all of the Disney characters. So basically how it works is that you go to uh, McDonald's, you buy a Happy Meal for the kids and it's basically wrapped in a billboard of the next Disney movie. Um, so basically what then happens is the kids get excited about this um, this, this, this new um, toy or this, uh, this new concept um, and they go and they watch the movie. Once they're at the movies, then uh, normally there's gonna be an ad at the beginning of that movie for guess who, McDonald's. And within a short walk of almost all movie cinemas is McDonald's. And so because the kids now have the association with McDonald's and also the movie, they before they go or when they get out of the movie, they go straight to McDonald's and they grab themselves the next Happy Meal. So it creates this cycle whereby both companies are working together to help each other grow. Another one is Nike and Apple as well. You buy a pair of Nike shoes and you can get a an iPod and they sync up together. Uh, and so there's examples kind of everywhere of partnerships and they can happen on a small scale or they can happen on a big scale. All right, I've got to get into the how-to now. I've got heaps of information that I'd like to share with you. So let's get into that right now. Um, first of all, let's go through the steps. The first step, and let me just quickly check my notes here. There's a number of steps and uh, there's seven. So let me share with you what the steps are. I'm gonna talk about each one for a minute or so and then we'll wrap up at the end. So the first step, to um, doing partnerships successfully is before you go looking for partners, you first of all go, who is my target market? Who are the people that I am trying to reach? Uh, if you've been around marketing for some time, you might even have heard of this concept called your avatar. So who is your avatar? Um, so that's the first step. The next step is to identify who has your target market. So once you know who you're trying to reach, uh, then who already is selling to those particular uh, customers? So uh, what you um, need to sort of think about once you know who they are is where else are they spending money? What else are they buying? What uh, magazines are they reading? What events are they going to? What shops uh, do they might uh, be, be buying from? Uh, what type of, where places do they go on, on holidays, for example? Where else do they spend money? So once you get really clear on who you're customer is and uh, then you can develop it of a profile then you've got to identify who are the companies that are also trying to reach also own also selling to those same customers now one really quick tip on this is what you can do is you can ask yourself what are the magazines that your target market reads now uh, buy the magazines, have a look through them, but you're not gonna look at all of the articles. You're gonna look at the ads, because they're the people that are paying money every single month in order to reach the same people that you're trying to reach. So all those people could be potential marketing partners. All right, 
So once you've then uh, identified who has your target market, you're gonna write a list. And uh, this list is going to have somewhere between five, 10, 20, maybe even 30 potential companies that you may wish to form a partnership with. So basically, you're not directly competitors, you're not doing the same thing, but you're selling to the same customers. All right, so um, once you've developed your list, then we're ready to go into the next stage. So number three is what you've got to work out is not what you want that's coming next, but it's what you have to offer. What do you have to give? What do you have to trade? Because if you just go into partnerships going, what do I want? How can, what can I get out of it? Um, how can I make more money? And you're not giving back to the other party, then it's really just a one-way traffic and that's just simply not going to work. There needs to be um, there needs to be a way that, that both companies can come together and each party can receive benefit. And so um, number three is, what do you have to offer? And every single person has things to offer. You might be able to offer quality content in the forms of articles or audios or videos because maybe uh, they have a, a, a database but they're constantly uh, struggling to go, what do I send to the database? But maybe you could be good at creating content so that could be something that you could do to help them. Maybe you've got Got books or you've got gift vouchers that you can give away. Maybe you can run webinars or presentation. You might give them a financial incentive. You might actually pay for, for leads uh, or you might... Um uh, help them with uh, giving a special uh, voucher or discount to their clients. There's a whole bunch of things that you can offer, but what I'd like you to do is come up with at least five things that you can offer them that are ultimately going to help their business. What could those five things be? Um, so um, think about what they are. One is, of course, promotion to your database, but that's not the only one. There are, of course, lots of other things that you can do by giving um, potentially discounts or vouchers or uh, giving uh, content, or there could be many other benefits as well, where you can give your clients a gift with purchase. That's another idea too. All right, number four is then you're going to go, what do I want? What's ultimately going to benefit me? So so what do I have to offer? Come up with five things. And then what do I actually want? Now, the, what you gotta think about is what is ultimately going to benefit you the most? So is it on the, the other side, um, where every time that they sell to one of their customers, they give one of your gifts with purchase or they give one of your discount vouchers. Um, maybe what you'd like is maybe an email to your, their database with a link to maybe uh, some type of uh, a lead magnet or a free uh, gift uh, in order to get them on your database so you can remarket to them. Uh, maybe you want to be included in their next mail out with having a, a, a brochure in there. Maybe you wanna uh, have some type of um, um, brochures um, at their front desk or uh, where their customers um, purchased their products from or maybe you want to have some uh, of your of your brochures or collateral uh, in the waiting room of their particular uh, practice if they have a physical store um, or maybe you're just going to uh, want them to send your content out to their network and database. So think about at least five things that would ultimately benefit you. So what do I have to give and then what do I actually want in return? Okay, then number five is what you gotta do is then know how to make contact. You've then gotta know who you're trying to reach and then make contact. Now there's different methods for making contact. Sometimes you may pick up the phone, other times 
things. You might send a short email. You could connect with them on LinkedIn. You could visit them via trade shows. You might want to send them some type of package in the mail. Uh, you might even want to, um, if you have a podcast, for example, you want to call them up and interview them for your podcast. There are all ways of uh, getting in touch. So just uh, running short of time. So I'm going to switch over to the next one. So you're going to make contact. That's number five. Number six is then contact them. And it's basically what I call do the dance. So it's contact and do the dance. And this is where what you're going to do is you're going to meet with them either over the phone or face to face. And you're just going to kind of like sound them out. You can ask them a bunch of questions like tell me about your business. How did you get into that? What are your goals for the next uh, 12 months? You know, what are the most effective ways that you found to reach new customers? Have you done any partnerships before? Um, do you have a database? How often do you communicate with them? What form is the database in? Uh, when was the last time you gave your clients a gift? Um, how would uh, how would your clients like me to, 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 how can I add value to your business or how can I add value to your clients? And you're just trying to, basically, um, you're, you're really asking questions to try and find what is going to turn them on. What's gonna get them excited? What are the things that you have to offer that they actually want? So once then they go, oh, great, I'd love to be able to offer that to my clients or that would really help me to save time or that would would um, uh, be really a lot of value to me, then what you can do is say, great, well, I'd love to be able to do that for you. And in return, here's a couple of suggestions of what could benefit me. And what you're gonna do is then get to a point where you're both happy, where you're gonna give them something of value and they're gonna give you something of value in return. Sometimes they could be a... a, a um, an equal thing. Sometimes it's just a promotion for a promotion. Um, it could be a gift with purchase with a gift with purchase, but other times it could be something else. It could be an email with content. So just don't always think that they have to be, um, they have to be of equal, they don't have to be the same thing, but they do have to be both value to each party. All right, so let's now go to number seven. Number seven is to seal the deal. And this is where what I'd encourage you to do is put in writing what you agree to, what they agree to, and make sure that um, you send it through at least on email and have them write back to say, I accept. And then it's basically a matter of, of uh, reviewing it. Um, once you've done your campaign, see how it's going. And if it's something that's ongoing, you might want to meet once a quarter to just check in and make sure that the partnership is still working for both parties. Uh, That's really all I've got time to share with you right now. My time has uh, come to an end, but I know there are plenty more amazing episodes with the $100 MBA. And so I really would encourage you to keep learning as much as you possibly can. And I wish you really well on your journey to business success. If you'd like to find out more more information about our business and how we help business owners and entrepreneurs right around the world, then you can head to our website, which is Brin, B-R-I-N dot A-I. And there you can download the world's first business advisor in your pocket. It's an app that has in it well over a thousand videos to help you to build the business of your dreams. And right now, the app is 100% free. So go to Brin.ai and check it out. You'll be glad that you did. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the $100 MBA. I'm now going to pass you back to Omar. Bye for now. Today's episode of the $100 MBA show is supported by HostGator. With HostGator's managed WordPress hosting, you get everything you need to build your business website 
with the advantage of being on WordPress, which means you're secure, which means that you can edit your content at any time. You don't need to have anybody on the payroll to manage your website. Designing it couldn't be easier. And if you need any help along the way, you can ask HostGator for their help 24-7 live support, guys. So not only do they give you the hosting, they have the WordPress installs that are automatically managed. They take care of backups and security. They even register your domain name. So if you're looking for a one-stop shop to build your business website, along with having a team behind you to support you and answer any questions you have, then you got to go with HostGator. We've been using HostGator for the past five years because it's just a great solution. And because they know that small businesses need to start somewhere and grow later, they have plans starting as low as $5 a month with their exclusive discount for the $100 MBA. Just go to HostGator.com slash 100MBA, get 50% off and get started for as low as $5. Again, that's HostGator.com slash 100MBA. Today's episode is also supported by Marriott Rewards Premium Business Card. As you know, navigating the world of business is a continuous journey. And here at The $100 MBA, we love giving you lessons to help you along the way. So here's the business lesson that you can get behind exclusively for business owners. Get the Marriott Rewards Premier Business Credit Card and let your business take care of you for a change. With 80,000 bonus points after you spend $3,000 on purchases in your first three months from account opening. Also, with even more benefits like free night stay every anniversary, five points per dollar spent at participating Marriott hotels, guaranteed silver elite status, and a path to gold status, You'll be rewarded in more ways than one, and you'll get to enjoy hotels all over the world. From starting small to making it big, the road to success in business is filled with many twists and turns. So why not reward yourself along the way? Learn more at MarriottPremierBusiness.com forward slash MBA. Again, that's MarriottPremierBusiness.com forward slash MBA. Thanks, Dale, for that great lesson on partnership marketing. One of the things I want to pass on to you when it comes to partnership marketing is that you have to be very selective about who you market with or partner with and how often you do it. Now, there's a lot of entrepreneurs online that really go overboard. They really abuse this technique. They're doing some sort of partnership marketing and emailing their list sometimes three, four, five times a month. Now, in my book, I think that's overboard. I think it's overkill because what happens is that your audience, your email list, gets fatigued. It gets fatigued with all these different offers and all these different you know, invites, whether it's uh, for an event or a webinar or for a uh, deal or some sort of promotion. I think once a month is actually pretty healthy. Once a month. If you could do less than that, maybe once every two months, that's even better. We at The 100 MBA and Webinar Ninja, we don't do as many as some other people do. Uh, I don't leverage this uh, partnership marketing strategy as much as maybe I should, and maybe because I'm just focused on other things right now in my business. Marketing to your subscribers, but other offers for your partners can get fatiguing. So you'll just be aware of that. Also, be selective. You want to make sure that you're associating with the right partner. Do your homework. Research them before you say yes. Sometimes we get convinced because, hey, the commission's quite high. It might seem like a good product, and you want to get behind it. But you want to do your homework because maybe later down the line, one of, of your subscribers finds out that, hey, this person's not that ethical and their track record is not something to write home about, nothing to be proud of. So you want to make sure that you partner with only the best people in your marketplace. And it shouldn't take too much homework for you to figure that out. So number one, make sure you don't oversaturate. You don't do this too much. You don't use this strategy too much to be very selective about who you partner with. 
Number three, and this has been very beneficial for us, I like to partner with people and ask for nothing in return, especially if I'm very interested in working with this person in the future. I might not know exactly how I want to work with them. I may not have a product in mind or an event in mind that I want them to come to or something like that, but I like what they stand for. I like what they do. I like uh, their vibe. I like their message. And I mentioned this before on the show, but oftentimes I will reach out to people and say, hey, I would love to run a webinar with my audience with you as my guest. You could talk about what you do. You can help them with your area of expertise. And if you want to offer a special offer of your product that's helpful, I might make a suggestion, hey, I really like this product. I think that it could help my audience. I will do that. And this is like top-tier caliber people that I'm trying to really build a relationship with. And I want nothing in return. I tell them this. I just want to have this opportunity to have some sort of working relationship and get to know you on this level. It's very hard for that person to say no to that. They're going to get to get in front of a new audience. They're going to grow their own audience. They're going to get a chance to make new sales and have exposure to people that they wouldn't have exposure to. Why would they say no? In exchange, they just have to show up and do their thing that they would normally do. So you might be saying, but Omar, why would you do that? You're not getting anything returned. This is a raw deal. Maybe in the short term, but I'm a long-term thinker. I like to build things for the long term. Let's say, for example, this webinar that we're hosting together with this partner goes very well and they have a great experience. They will not forget it. It's always better in a relationship for somebody to owe you one than the other way around. Now, again, I'm not expecting anything in return, But the law of reciprocity always exists. That person is going to feel like, hey, that person did me a solid. If later down the line we want to do another partnership, or maybe I just want to pick their brain or buy them a cup of coffee, it's going to be a whole lot easier to do that and get a yes after giving them something first. I got to tell you, some of the most solid business relationships I have today started with this, started with me giving something of immense value, asking for nothing in return. Now, I don't do this with everybody. I do this with select people that I really would like to work with, get to know with on a high level. So there are my three strategies, the three tips I wanted to pass on to you dealing with partnership marketing. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, leave us an iTunes rating and a review. We read every single review. Each review helps us improve the show. It helps potential listeners know more about the show before they hit play, and it helps us grow and reach new audiences. So thank you in advance for leaving us a review. That's it for me today, guys. But before I go, I want to leave you with this. No one, no one, no one builds a successful business alone. You got to work with other people. You got to work with people in your marketplace. You got to partner up. There's no shame in that. Put your pride aside. It's like what Jim Rohn says, your network is your net worth. So building that network is often helped with these partnerships that you build through partnership marketing. So keep that in mind. You don't have to go crazy. You don't have to have like five or six partnerships every month. You can just focus on say, hey, I want to partner with somebody this month. Once a month, I want to partner with somebody in something small. It could be an email. It can be an ask me anything on Reddit. It could be anything like that. Just get in the habit of reaching out to other people to work together. All right. Thanks so much for listening. I'll check you in the next episode. Take care.